everybody. Welcome to the Living Real Podcast. I'm Melanie Shaw, your host, as well as founder and editor-in-chief of Living Real Magazine. On the 10th of each month, I will get to introduce you to someone that I've met who has a sincere desire to live out their real faith in real life. Someone who doesn't mind sharing their struggles because they want to encourage us to stay the course. Someone who's overcome and can testify to the faithfulness of Almighty God. I'm so excited about each conversation that we're gonna have, and I pray God will use our words to bring glory to His Son, Jesus Christ. So are you ready? I know I am. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Living Rule Podcast. I'm really excited today because we have a really good friend of mine, Lorraine Robinson, who um, I've only gotten to know probably in the last three or four years um, through a, a mutual friend, and I have just been in awe of just her spirit for the Lord, um, the way her her light shines for Christ and then how she takes her gifts and uses them for His glory and to point people to Christ through what she does. If you are a reader of Living Real Magazine, then you are familiar with Lorraine because we have an article every issue called Lorraine's Barn, and Lorraine um, sends us some amazing health tips and ideas and all kinds of things of just how to keep our body our bodies healthy and um in great shape and good working order and this is just what she does and she does it so beautifully our latest issue um with the fall winter 2020 issue she does an internal pantry and fridge makeover and if you have not picked up the last issue of living real you need to check this out because so many great tips and you can just follow it to the t and when you finish your pantry and fridge will look beautiful and have everything you need. So let me read um, her bio. And Lorraine is the founder of Alive Again LLC. She's the wife of a missionary and the mother of three beautiful daughters. She is a regular nutritional guest consultant on WIS TV, which is in Columbia, South Carolina. And her speaking engagements include corporate seminars and church groups. She would love for you to visit Lorraine's barn where she features healthy cooking demos wellness, educational classes, and custom corporate and group talks. For more information about Lorraine, you can visit AliveAgainOnline.com. So Lorraine, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you, Melanie. It's such a privilege to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Well, you are so welcome. I was just really excited because you've been now um, in the magazine, I think, this is our fourth issue, which would be two years. Mm-hmm. And um, we've gotten so many good responses from your articles and um, what you do. So that's what I want to do today is I just want to talk about what you do and maybe um, how you got into that a little bit. Well, firstly, thank you. Firstly, I just want to tell you I love your magazine. Oh, thank you. And um, for me, it's just such an encouragement and, you know, exactly what the magazine says, real life, real faith, real people. And um, and I think we need more uh, real things today. Yes. You know, the world can be so fake. Mm. And, um, and it's a privilege and honor for me to 
be representative in, uh, you know, part of this and to see how your articles encourage others. And um, it's a joy for me, you know, when I, even when my husband goes and preaches in a church or, uh, you know, we've just been on a trip for me to take these with and hand them out and know that living real is even going across across state lines. And so it's an honor uh, to be part of the team. Um, for your Living Real magazine. Well, thank you so much, because it's an honor for us for you to be with us. And um, so I guess maybe before you get into exactly what you do, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about how you got to the States? Um, because obviously from your accent, people are going to go, she's <laughs> not from South Carolina. Um, and let's hear a little bit of your, your backstory. Sure. Um, my husband and I have been living here in America for 13 years now. So uh as you said, we have three beautiful daughters. And so 13 years ago, we immigrated here. And the reason for our immigration was uh, we work with a South African-based missions organization called World Mission Center. And so um, a lot of the work that we do, we have a um, a missionary uh, training school. It's a church planting tool. Um, technology has allowed us to put 232 hours, you know, um, on a small device that is as big as a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And, um, and as technology is evolving and growing, we can even make that smaller. And so we just needed a place and a platform to travel from that's easier to access a lot of these countries around the world. Live school is, I think the last time I saw um, this tool and schools, there are over 95 schools across the world. Wow. Um, and it's just encouraging, no, no, 95 countries my apologies okay and it's just a privilege um to be here so we always had a a office registered here but we didn't have someone to to man the office regularly so originally my husband came over he's been with world mission center for 29 of the 30 years Mm. and um and that's how we ended up here and um, people say to me why columbia and the reason is our director willie crew uh, his uncle is a retired professor he was at ciu Okay. And so that was our connection. And I think that's that's why we were planted here. So uh, my husband, um, you know, still works with World Mission Center, specifically Live School, which is this device. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't unfortunately mention all the countries that he's involved in just because of security issues, but he travels a lot. And um, the whole idea is to train indigenous local people to be church planters because they will walk where the Western missionary will not walk. Mm. They understand the language, they understand the culture, and you equip them. And and not only do they reach out to their own people, but they want to be missionaries across their borders to their neighboring countries. So it's just oh. a fantastic, um, fantastic privilege to be involved with World Mission Center and in the Ministry of Life School. That is such a huge vision. Mm-hmm. And to be a part of something like that that's global, it's just got to be so um, satisfying to know that walking in obedience in something that big is That's just right. amazing. But that God takes just our little bit of what we have to offer and He multiplies it beyond anything we can imagine. And we just pray for Eddie and for you know all thank of the you. things that He's doing as well. So thank you so much. All right. So then on the state side, um, you have been involved in doing a very unique. 
I think, kind of ministry of um, what got through the gifts that God's given you. So explain to our audience a little bit about what you do. Okay. So I've been involved in health and wellness for 23 years now. And um, I always like to let people know I'm not a registered dietitian. And um, so I'm a, a certified wellness coach. And my passion and my gifting and expertise is really to walk a road with people very practically. Mm-hmm. I think there is so much information out there. Uh, people have all this, and you know, of course, add Dr. Google to that, right? <laughs> and um, But people don't always know how. And so I have a tremendous love and a passion for people. Mm. And I realize that the Lord has given me the vehicle of wellness to get to the people. And in my case, you know, I don't minister to men. I, I, I walk a road with women. Mm-hmm. And in my case, to share the love of Christ with women um, in the area and through the area of health and wellness. And so in 1997, we organized an international missions conference and we had um, over 135 countries represented, 4,800 people. Wow. And I mean, we worked 19 hours a day mm. um, long before that conference. Um, and just through, you know, lack of sleep, and I want to speak about that today, <laughs> stress, pushing your body into the red, you know, not eating like I should have been eating, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up in hospital. And my, you know, my weak spot in my, my body was my colon. And mm-hmm. notice I say was. Right. And, you know, I was diagnosed with a, a digestive disorder. And I was told I was going to be on medication for the rest of my life. And um, praise the Lord through meeting my mentor, Joan van Rensburg, and um, doing two nutritional courses in South Africa and understanding that God made the most magnificent thing when he created the human body. Yes. That, that when given the right food, the body knows how to heal itself. And, you know, I always share with people, I don't believe in diets. I believe they bring you into bondage. I believe they make you obsessed with food. I believe if your focus is good health, the weight will fall in line, the blood sugars will fall in line, and it'll take time, mm-hmm. but it will happen. So, so that's my heart, is to show the woman, the wife, the mother, and the husband or the family, those who want to come, you know, How do you take kale, that's this tough cruciferous leafy green, and I mean if you have tried breaking a piece of kale as it is and and putting it in your mouth and chewing it, I mean you'll chew until the cows come home. I mean it's just, just, you know. Exactly right. And But but I, I show them how you can take that kale, break it up, and you know, add it add a little bit of olive oil and a little bit of nutritional yeast and raw apple cider vinegar, a little bit of garlic or fresh lemon, lemon zest and pink Himalayan salt and massage it. You Mm. know, getting the little kids involved, kids as little as three, massaging that. And as you massage, you tenderize that cruciferous, hard, leafy, tough green and it becomes palatable. And so I have families that never ate kale and I'm just using kale as an example right I mean we can speak about beets we can speak about many of those vegetables that people don't really like or kids don't like mm-hmm. and and that's one of the things I do here in the barn I've had um, mothers from Chapin a group of moms that I just love so dearly and now with COVID 
um, it's just messed things up a little bit. But, you know, they they called me. They came several months in a row and said, okay, Lorraine, you know, <laughs> none of us eat beets. Um, our husbands don't eat beets. You know, come and, you know, make a recipe that will help us eat beets and tell us why it's good for us. So that would be an example of a group wellness class. And they came in and it's a two-hour class and we had a ball. Aww. I mean, we had such fun and, um, and they have fun together. And one of the things I've also noticed coming in from an outside culture is that the American uh, lifestyle is very busy. Mm. We've been here for 13 years and I'm still holding on, honey. <laughs> we are a little chaotic. It is busy. busy. Yes. So, so that's just a little bit of a, you know, background and, and it's really, you know, a glory story. Um, maybe, maybe I can just share just something that's, that I really felt I wanted to share with you. Sure. Um, you know, how do you know that it is God? to pick up your children, take them away from your grandparents, their grandparents, to pull up your roots, to, to leave everything that you knew behind and get on a plane with the suitcases that you have and fly 10,000 miles plus across the water and come and plant yourself in a new country, in a new nation, in a new culture. It was probably the most difficult thing that I've ever done, mm -hmm. the most painful thing that I've ever done. But it was so encouraging when our director had asked us, Lorraine and Eddie, would you pray about going? We prayed for six months and we were we just didn't get we didn't get peace. And you know, our family was in mourning. But it was interesting, our family had peace. Hmm. All our friends around us had peace, which was already for me sort of an indication that this may be the Lord. So we went to our spiritual father and we said, how do you know that this is God? So often we struggle to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. And he said something very interesting to us, which we've applied since then. He said, many times you don't. You don't know. But start walking in that direction by faith. And very soon, the Lord will open or close the door. And for us, we had bought a fixer-upper. It was our first fixer-upper. And we had pretty much fixed it over three years. And all we needed to do was sort of just sort of, you know, do a little bit of touch-ups and paint the roof and fix the bathroom. And we felt we're going to put a fleece out before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And we're going to say, Lord, we're going to fix the house. In our area, it took about six months for the houses to sell. And, um, and that was six to eight months was our immigration time. And we didn't want to be over here, still owning a home there. Right. And you won't believe it. We met with a real estate agent. She came to our house noon on Sunday. She showed the house. Is that what you say here? How do you <laughs> she say showed it? The house. She That's showed right. the house. <laughs> and, um, and by seven o'clock Monday night, we mm. signed. Um, full asking price. Wow. And the rest is history. And so that's one thing I want to encourage anyone who has a big decision to make is, you know, sometimes you don't know, but you've got to walk in that direction. But you need to know that God said, because as you go to where God has called you, there are many challenges. And it's, it's easier when you know that the Lord has said to know 
that his faithfulness will shine through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That sounds a lot like the living real story, you know, that yes. you can listen to or or read um, on our website. But when God does call you to mm-hmm. something, it's, it's a gnawing and a desire that kind of comes over you. And sometimes you don't really know for sure, is, is God really calling me to this? <clears throat> Excuse me. But when you take that step of That's obedience, right. it's... There's so much freedom in that. That's right. Because you know that it's not of you. That's right. That you you aren't the one accomplishing anything. And anything that comes out of that is going to just bring glory to him. Right. And that is the that's the joy of walking by faith to me. And that is living real to me. Mm-hmm. Is just being real. You know, you're scared to death. That's Be right. honest about that. That's you right. know? Um yeah. sometimes people think Christians don't have the normal feelings or the normal um, hindrances, you know, from, from following Christ, but can tell you sometimes we have more um, because we are following him and the enemy wants to put stumbling blocks in our way to keep us from, from being influencers for the kingdom. I'm so glad God picked you up out of South Africa and brought you you over here. It's just wonderful. You know, sometimes we also have the fear of the unknown, Mm -hmm. you know, and but again i just want to emphasize how critical it is because you know i don't think it's just applicable to the mission field it could be you know do i you know take my children and my my family and move to another state do i take this job you know right. i mean many people you know i'm on the move all the time and relocating but um but i just wanted to also add you know when we came here when you leave your culture and you step into another country and another culture you lose your whole identity Mm -hmm. and it was interesting we came here on the 13th of june and so my (laughs) you know it was holidays school holidays so we didn't have anyone to sort of guide us um we had to drive on the opposite side of the road you know (laughs) everything was different in south africa just little things you know we would um need some groceries and the kids were small and Eddie would say, who's coming with me? And they'd be baref- barefoot. Mm-hmm. And they would be able to go into the grocery store, bare feet. And well, we thought, you know, the same was, yeah. So I remember the first time we went to Walmart and they said, no, you can't come in. You don't have shoes on your feet, you know. <laughs> so, so wow. you know, we, it, it took us time to get, um, how can I say, you know, to get settled. And, and for me, one of the most difficult things was when the husband went to work, the children went to school, and here I sat. Mm. I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any friends. You know, I, I didn't have a contact to say, hey, can I come and come for a job interview? And it was a very difficult time. I think I've cried, and though I cried in those nine months more than what I ever cried, cried because I lost my whole identity. Right. Um, every everything, uh, all the people I knew, you know, I would go to my children's school from the time I park the car to the time I pick up my my children at, at the teacher's room. I mean, you've greeted 20 moms. It's your comfort zone, right? And here the Lord brings us and he puts us here. And and I cried for nine months until I was so desperate I said to the Lord, Lord, I'm willing to relinquish everything I did, which was health and wellness and 
and, and that side of my life, and it's my passion, because mm-hmm. I believe God has called me to that. And I said, I'm so desperate. All I want is for your will, and I'm willing to put that on the altar. And Lord, if you resurrect it, let it be so. But if the season is gone, I rest in that. And that was a very painful thing to do. Mm-hmm. And in this time, it was incredible. Um, I got introduced to someone and it, she was a total stranger. I had to go and drop something off um, in this time. God had called me to a 28-day fast or fast. And it was the first time I'd fasted so long. Bearing in mind, I've put everything on the altar and saying to the Lord, whatever you want me to do, but Lord, I just need purpose. Mm -hmm. I just want to feel like I'm useful to someone because right now, yes, you've called me to a mother and I'm doing that, but, but there's more, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and total stranger opened the door to her house in Harbison and I dropped this something off and she looks at me and she says to me, the Lord would say to you, Philippians three. And I, I came home and the Lord had me in the message translation. You know, the message is, is it's, I always think of the message translation like a good friend. Right. <laughs> it says it as it is. It does. And it said there, um, everything you once had is now gone um, because nothing can be compared um, to, to, to that who you are in Christ Jesus. And then the Lord had to deal with me because I realized that I put so much of my identity in my relationship with man. God has given me tremendous favor with people. Mm -hmm. And I acknowledge that as a gift. And I had to repent and say, Lord, you know, that identity I, I find through you. Right. And I finished my fast. And two days after that, the Lord gave me a scripture in 2 Samuel. And it said, go and do that which is on your heart, for the Lord will be with you. Amen. And the Lord just has opened door after door after door. And it's been very, very difficult because many times he would open an, open an opportunity and I would want to say no because we all know the comfort zone is a nice place to be, <laughs> but you ain't going to grow there, right? That's exactly right. And I had to, with my husband's encouragement, step out and um, go and do that which I believe the Lord had called me to do. And he did the rest. Mm. So all the glory to him. And I've met the most wonderful, wonderful people, a caliber of people in Christ that um, I could never have dreamed and imagined. And you being one of them. I know. And I'm so (laughs) excited to be that God has intersected our walks. And I think even over probably the last uh, 15 plus years, I've just been so aware of how he intentionally networks his, his children together mm-hmm. to um, build relationships, yes. number one, to encourage one another, right. pray for one another, but to build the kingdom together and using, you know, I don't do what you do and you don't do what I do, but look like look how he's partnered us together. It's just, it's phenomenal, right. um, you know, how he works. And I think the identity thing is so crucial That's right. because we, um, especially as women, identify and place our identity in so many of our circumstances and so many of our relationships that we sometimes, God just has to peel all of that away right. where we have nothing 
where we look in the mirror and there's almost no identity there right. um, to be able to see his son right. because it's Jesus who we find our identity in and nothing can take that identity that's away. Right. That's and right. that's the most powerful identity we have. That's right. But then once, like you said, you lay something on the altar and you t- mm-hmm. you sincerely give it to him right. um, and he knows your heart that you have released it and mm-hmm. let it go then he can pick it up again. That's right. And put it in a place that it needs to be in its proper perspective um, because he's not necessarily taking your gifts away. He just wants you to re- totally rely on him. That's right. The, your story is beautiful. And I've, I've walked a lot of that. And even recently, which I won't go into today on this podcast, but you and I will talk later. <laughs> so in the, um, the, time that we have left so let's talk specifics then so what um we are actually sitting at the barn and doing this podcast and i am just in awe i love this little building and it's just decorated so pretty and we'll try to put up some pictures on the the facebook page for you to be able to see where we are but it's just the atmosphere here is so full of love it's so full of the spirit and um just you know just your presence here I know the Spirit's here because He lives in you, and it's just powerful. And um, I just am amazed at what God is doing in and through you. So let's hear a little bit more about specifics, just some things of how people can learn from from what God has gifted you with. Sure. Well, yes, um, I operate from the raised barn. And so COVID-19 really hit hit me hard. Mm-hmm. And I had eight classes pre-booked. I mean, God was rocking in this barn. And overnight, it all disappeared. So just until things uh, improve, you know, I am not advertising classes to the public per se, but I have been doing classes with um, groups that feel comfortable mm-hmm. being with each other, groups that fellowship, friends, family. So... If there are people who want to do group wellness classes or cooking classes now, you know, over the holiday season and beyond into 2021, they are more than welcome to contact me. So um, we do cooking classes, we do group wellness classes and, you know, cooking classes, we only do seven. So it's more intimate and it's a two hour class. And and of course, the group wellness class, I can do up to 25 up to 30 we've pushed it but minimum of 15 10 to 15 people and um and then i also endorse whole food um concentrates mm-hmm. the, the aim products and they are um, one of the arrows in my quiver so if people you know if a doctor recommends someone to go on a probiotic and they hear that I have a probiotic and there's relationship, then that's what I would recommend to them. And so it's just neat being able to have this place. And then of course, I also do corporate talks. So businesses, um, attorney firms, um, I had the privilege of speaking at Blue Cross Blue Shield, Mm. which was a huge privilege for me. And to be able to do a, a wellness talk, a lifestyle talk for them and prepare some snacks and it just blew my mind to wow. see how some, some folks had never eaten mung beans before. And they loved it. So I, I take people out of their comfort zones, because you're in the South, you know, I think, and, and we are, we creatures of habit, right? Mm-hmm. And we just go to the same old, same old. But um, I, I think now with holiday season, um, 
you know, maybe we can speak about that. Just um, give people some, just a few tips. And and I really believe in moderation. I I believe in finding the balance. You know, the holidays are the holidays. Mm -hmm. And we have those traditional, you know, things that we did. The cookies we made with our grandmother Mm -hmm. or our mother. And, And those are memories. Right. You know, those are traditions. And I always remember... I get emotional. Oh, it's okay. But, you know, I made, uh, my mom used to teach me how to make uh, Christmas mince pies. And mm. I don't see them here in your culture. So she made a soda water pastry and, you know, the fruit mince. I think you have the fruit, um, you know, that fruit, I don't know, we call it fruit mince, but it's a whole bunch of fruit. Like um, in the fruit cake? Correct. Um. Um, but it's in a bottle. It's, oh, okay. it's in a bottle and and so anyway so that's something that's very traditional for me and and I do that and my mm. daughters love doing that with me so we have those special moments that we need to capture and we need to pass on from generation to generation so for me it's about finding the balance all things in moderation but um, but I'd like to speak and give a little bit of tips on how you can still enjoy the holidays yes. and and not feel deprived or not feel guilty because that's another thing that I, I dream of imparting into people. Uh, I find, especially with women, there's so much condemnation around food. There's so much guilt. Mm. And the Lord says there is now no condemnation in mm. Christ Jesus. And so, you know, food was there for us. It's, it's, a celebra- it, it's for us to celebrate together. But, um, but so, many, so often people think, oh, you know, um, I, I can't have those things that I really like, I, you know, and, and stay healthy. And, and I want to give people tips on how to survive during the holiday season mm-hmm. so that they end the year well. Because so many of us, or, or so many of us, may have the ability to say, right, it's holidays and we're just <laughs> going to go for it, you know, and pick up those six to seven pounds. And then 1st of January. Right. That's it. Start over. Start over. <laughs> and, and then they just walk this road only to repeat that, that unhealthy cycle. But I, I want to, in sharing these things, I want to challenge folks out there in the year well, mm. you know, and um, so that you feel good, so that you feel um, healthy, so that you feel energetic. Because at the end of the day, that's uh, probably the foundational thing that drives me to do what I do. Melanie, is that God has a profound plan and purpose with every one of us. And he wants to accomplish great and mighty things in and through our lives for his glory. Amen. And he wants us to be able to do that which he has called us to do. And we can't do that if we're not healthy. We can't do it (laughs) if if we're ailing or if Mm -hmm. our body is in a diseased state. And so, yeah. Well, great. Well, let's hear some of those tips because <laughs> that's kind of why I saved you till November, the podcast for November, because Thanksgiving's coming up and Christmas is coming up and they are some of our favorite times of year and just the comfort foods that we go to, you know, during the, that season. So, um, but we do need to, to stay balanced. So let's listen to some of the tips that you have for us. Okay. So first of all, you know, we are going from fall into winter. So we don't sweat and perspire as easy as what we do. And so that's the first thing I want to say is stay hydrated. Um, I always say to people, encourage them, stay hydrated through the holiday season. And I say to them, if water amounts to up to 60% of our body's total weight, 
you think it's important? <laughs> exactly. And so most of us are walking around dehydrated. So mm. stay hydrated. Every body system needs to, uh, to um, needs water to be able to function properly. But it can also help curb the appetite. Mm. So I know something else I've seen in the, I think it's a Western culture, is snacking. Mm. People like to snack. I love to snack. <laughs> I'm a great snacker. And so I encourage people, you know, when you walk into the kitchen mid-morning, mid-afternoon and you know you've had lunch or you you know you've had your previous meal two hours again are you really hungry or are you thirsty and mm. so i encourage people before you reach for that snack and um it may be a healthy or unhealthy snack but maybe drink a glass of water before you eat the snack mm -hmm. and just wait a little bit many times we are actually thirsty and not hungry uh -huh. Um, the second thing is exercise. Keep moving. You know, here in South Carolina and Columbia, we have such beautiful weather and such mild weather compared to up north. So I want to encourage people to get outside. And, um, and the reason I encourage you to do that, not just through the holidays, it needs to be a lifestyle, but it does give the extra wiggle room mm. if you do overindulge. Um, so that's the one thing. Keep moving, get out into the sunlight, get out into, out into the fresh air. Uh, it boosts those serotonin levels that the pineal gland makes and you just feel good about yourself. When mm -hmm. you exercise, you feel confident and you feel good. Your brain functions properly. Um, the third thing, um, Thanksgiving, as I said, is around the corner. And Melanie, you know, you've, you've grown up in this culture. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at Thanksgiving table and you can picture a plate of your Thanksgiving food. What color is that plate predominantly? Orange. Mm -hmm. Or beige, <laughs> or right? beige. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no, you know, um, how can I say? And, 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 and it is, it's our diet. It's, you know, they put the butter and the sugar and everything. And it is, it is a day like that. But I just want to give some tips. You know, a lot of people tend to say, right, Thanksgiving, um, meal is mid-afternoon or five o'clock I'm not going to eat all day and in my humble opinion that's the biggest mistake you can make because when you starve yourself you're going to eat a lot more than mm -hmm. what you would have right. if you didn't sort of yes eat lightly um, maybe stay away from the heavy concentrated starches because you know you'll be getting those in mm -hmm. but um, keep your body fueled throughout the day otherwise you will eat a lot more calories than what you intended to. Um, fill half of your plate with vegetables versus the gravy um, mm -hmm. and the stuffing. You know, don't deprive yourself. Uh, don't, I think if we go into our holiday meals thinking, hey, I can have turkey every day. I can have stuffing every day. I can have these things every day if I want. You know, I think just that mindset will be a lot different. Um, so definitely, and, and add a, a raw salad to your Thanksgiving meal. I'm always encouraged because when we cook our food to death, we destroy all the enzymes. Hmm. And so when you have a nice living raw salad with greens and whatever seasonal vegetables are in, you know, you eat that. It contains living enzymes. It helps for your digestion and it makes a huge difference for you not to feel, you know, as, as heavy mm -hmm. afterwards. Um, keep up with your sleep. 
you know, especially when the kids are out of school and we take a few days off, I think um, a lot of people get out of routine. And so, you know, when we have a lack of sleep or we're not sleeping as good, it may interfere with our blood sugar and we may crave a lot more sugar during the day than what we normally would. Um, eat mindfully. That's another thing. Um, for me, it's so important. And I know, you know, we, you speak about the turquoise table. Mm-hmm. For me, what do I mean by eating mindfully? I mean, take time to sit around a table. You know, look at your plate of food. Are there colors? Are there textures? Experience the aroma. Experience the taste. And, and you know, concentrate and be mindful on what you're eating instead of just grabbing and eating on the go, in that way, you, you're in control of what you're putting into your mouth. I love that. And then um, a great tool that I encourage people to lean into during Thanksgiving time and holiday time is a digestive enzyme. It is the most fantastic, humble little supplement that I believe everyone should have at Thanksgiving meal. And it's a digestive enzyme that breaks down your proteins, your fats, your carbohydrates, your sugars. And so when we overload our digestive systems, and especially with cooked food Mm -hmm. and three different kinds, kinds of carbs or starches, your food sits around in the gut a lot, a lot longer than what it needs to. And when that food hangs around there longer than what it needs to, it starts to ferment. And a byproduct of fermentation is bloating, flatulence, gas, acetic acid, and alcohol is formed. And that's why you wake up Thanksgiving the next day with a hangover. You feel hungover because no one wakes up after Thanksgiving meal feeling oh ready to, to, to run a marathon, you know. Who knew? Yeah, so taking uh, two digestive enzymes, you know, 20 minutes before your Thanksgiving meal will absolutely take the digestive load off. Um, and it, it, it revolutionizes your digestive system. Oh, that's and, amazing. Um, the ones I endorse is Prepsymes. It's called Prepsymes, and people can find it on my website. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, you may be using one, but really it's a great time to lean into uh, a digestive enzyme. And then the last thing that I wanted to mention was, you know, make time for you. Um, we run like wild horses throughout the year. And I think it's just so important that during a holiday time, when you are on vacation, to take time to love on yourself and that self-care is mm. is very important and then last but not least uh, it is flu season you know extra bugs are going around because of the season we're in so try and eat more colorful foods alive living raw foods um, they are the foods that that help keep our cells healthy and if our cells are healthy our organs are in turn healthy and we remain healthy. So, so often we think of popping a vitamin and mineral supplement, you know, but two of the vitamins that are so important to keep the immune system healthy are vitamin A and vitamin C. You know, um, strawberries, red pepper, yellow pepper, orange pepper, carrots, there you go, (laughs) carrots, pumpkins, you know, Um, I know a lot of people carve pumpkins, but so many of the pumpkins that people put on their front door are actually edible. So I want to say to people, don't, don't, throw, it away. <laughs> don't throw it away, you know, don't carve them, eat them. <laughs> and, um, and last but not least, just enjoy the holidays. 
it's just a precious time um, with family. Mm. And for those of you who have family here, it's such a privilege and an honor to spend that time with family and um, to just reminisce, right. you know, what God has done because we are, we are blessed to live in the United States of America. Yes, we, we are. are blessed. And mm. um, it's just a special time. Thanksgiving is, has become very special to us. And we're just so thankful for all those who have embraced us and for the, the, the doors that the Lord has opened and um, to Him be the glory. Amen. I told you she would be just so neat to talk with today and listen to her, um, not only her heart and her passion and her wealth of information, but just her um, her spirit is so um, inviting and attractive. And, you know, you just draw people in, like you said. You're just amazing with people. Um, and I know that, you know, people would love to touch base with you again at some point so would you again tell them how they can get in touch sure, with you sure um my information is on my website and my website is aliveagainonline.com and then i also am on social media so my instagram is at aliveagainllc my facebook business page is also at aliveagainllc and as i said my email my telephone all of that is available through my contact notification page on my website on your website correct well thank you so much Lorraine, for being with us today and sharing some very important tips for us not only to um do some self-care through the holidays but to help us to enjoy the holidays um, much more and with our families and just being so grateful for what God has done in our lives and how he's made our bodies. Um, I'm really excited to try some of the tips this year. So I'm, I'm really excited. So can I pray with you before we um, you. close out the podcast today? Thank you so much. Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much for just creating us the way that you have in such incredible detail and in with such perfection. And Father, sometimes we look at ourselves, we don't see that, but you have knit us together and you have um, put purpose within us to, um, to point to you and to point to your glory and to live in the joy of your presence. And God, I thank you today for Lorraine's story. I thank you for bringing her here and for um, teaching us um, things that she already knew and, and how she had um, studied over the years and, and you taking some of that um, desire and bringing it here to the States to help us with that. And God, I thank you, Lord, for our friendship. I thank you for bringing us together, for the network of friends that you have used to bring us together. And Father, I just pray for her family. I pray for their ministry. I pray for... Um, just her her ministry with uh, teaching people how to eat correctly and take care of their bodies and to pay attention to what you have given us. It's such a priceless gift. And Lord, I um, pray for all of us as we move into the holidays that we will keep our eyes focused on you, that we would be mindful of each and every blessing that you have given us. And it is in the most precious name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you, Lorraine, for thank, being with us. Thank and you. Um, I am just, again, excited that you are here. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you again at some thank point. Thank you for having me. It was a privilege. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap, you guys. 
I pray today's conversation has encouraged you, challenged you, and most of all, pointed you to the source of our faith, Jesus. If you would like to know more about Living Real Magazine, please visit our website at livingrealmag.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Living Real Mag. And until next time, remember, let's keep it real for Jesus' sake.